Welcome to HIPRA Connects, where we give a voice to those battling complex illnesses, challenging medical conditions, or rare diseases, and the healthcare providers who treat them as well as the support system that nurtures and sustains them. Hi, I'm Janice McRae, founder and CEO of Nexus 8 International. Our product, HIPRA, is a collaborative knowledge sharing tool for healthcare providers. Hope you find meaning in the following podcast. Hi, Rev. Deneen. My name is Madiha. Thank you for being here today and sharing on behalf of Reproductive Health Impact. It is good to be here. <laughs> and before we get started, can you tell us a bit about your background? Sure. Um, I am Reverend Deneen Robinson. I currently serve as the state policy strategist for uh, Reproductive Health Impact. And I also serve as the pastor of Church in the Cliff, a congregation in Dallas, Texas. I have been doing this work for a number of years. It's been a interesting and beautiful trajectory from when I began doing this work in the mid nineties up until now. Um, evolving out of uh, advocacy for folk like myself who are living with HIV to now uh, doing advocacy for uh, Black women and femmes and the larger Black community, ensuring that we have access to uh, respectful and quality maternal and reproductive health care. I know you've mentioned this a bit, but for our audience members, could you briefly go into what the Reproductive Health Impact Organization is about? Sure. Um, Our mission as an organization is to challenge systemic inequities to achieve reproductive health equity. We believe that through um, Black women-led scholarship, we can create uh, and respond to Um, both the beauty and the challenge of systemic inequities. We want to create a world uh, where Black women and girls have access to not just quality, but uh, respectful um, reproductive health care. And we want to do this while also ensuring that others have access as well. Our belief is is that when we take care of those who are the most marginalized and minoritized, everyone benefits. I totally agree. I noticed one of your focuses is Black maternal health, and I was wondering if you could speak to us about the maternal health crisis. I can. Um, It's interesting that... um, we have had um, inequities when it came when it comes to maternal health in this country, and it's also very sad that in a country that is as resource rich as the United States is, that we actually have a maternal health crisis. 
um, according to the Centers for Disease Control, Black women are two to three times more likely to die during pregnancy and um, within a year after pregnancy due to um, implicit bias, due to doctors not listening to or respecting um, what Black women are saying is happening to them while they're pregnant and when they return for care after pregnancy and to things like um, uh, hypertension and diabetes that occur at a more exacerbated rate uh, while pregnant. And those things happen internally because of the stresses of racism that we experience in our everyday lives as Black folk. What are some common causes of maternal health complications and death? Well, um, internally, we, uh, we, we now believe that uh, and have been seeing that the number one cause is cardiovascular related. So that could be um, having hypertension. It can also uh, be um, overwhelming bleeding that occurs uh, during the labor process and after labor. And gestational diabetes is also one of the things. And unfortunately for many people, um, we are experiencing maternal mental health um, challenges, uh, postpartum de depression that is undiagnosed and untreated and ends up in the the uh, parenting person um, taking their own life because they're having a difficult time uh, with the complications and challenges of parenting. Um, I was wondering, what are some ways to decrease these issues? If it were only as easy as saying we need to stop being racist in how we practice, we need to um, make sure that people have the kind of care that they need and then this crisis would end, it would have ended already. The fact of the matter is, is that we need to um, have a healthcare system that prioritizes the female body, that prioritizes women, that prioritizes birthing people. We need to also have physicians that are trained both when they're in med school and as a part of practice to um, not go into uh, relationships with their patients with a set of assumptions based on race, based on income, and just listen to that patient and build a relationship from there. And then we need to have hospital systems that are committed to having um, uh, tools in place like the AIM bundles so that physicians don't have to respond based on their biases. If this person is experiencing gestational diabetes, this is the list of things that they need to do. If this person is experiencing um, an increase in their blood pressure as a result of both uh, the trauma uh, and uh, whatever crisis they may be in while they're pregnant, 
These are the things that need to be done to treat this person. If this person is experiencing a bleeding issue, these are the steps that one would take to decrease, excuse me, those issues. Unfortunately, we are human and uh, we, we are allowing our personal beliefs, our personal biases to impact care. Thank you for that. That was very insightful. And I was wondering, what are some accomplishments that organization has made in terms of Black maternal health and efforts to lower the maternal death rate? Reproductive uh, health impact has been really busy. We have created a respectful maternal care program that we are um, using in a number of hospitals to help us hospitals understand what are the things that both they need to work on in terms of whoever the practitioners are, as well as tools that they can use to help them uh, better engage with their patients so that their patients feel heard, their patients feel like this physician is going to um, listen to them and respond to their concerns while getting care. And we also um, have done work on the state level to uh, partner with uh, legislators to uh, create uh, policy. For example, in Texas and Louisiana, we now have uh, expansion of Medicaid so that uh, persons who are using Medicaid in those states are able to have care, not just for two months, but for 12 months, so that they will be able to get care for things like cardiovascular concerns that um, show up while they are pregnant and uh, become necessary for treatment uh, once the pregnancy has ended. And the last thing I'll share is we have created an environment and are available as a resource for the U.S. and also in um, countries outside of the U.S. to partner with them in their efforts to lower uh, the maternal death rate. That's amazing. Keep up the good work. I really appreciate it. I imagine there's such a large community that appreciates all of these efforts. Well, we are hopeful. And some of the things that um, community can do to help, they can reach out to us um, and volunteer. Um, Also, it is important if there is a pregnant person in your life, commit to being support for them. You don't have to know much about, you know, what it takes to become pregnant, but you can take a meal, help clean, um, uh, be transportation for them and getting back and forth to the hospital. There is research that says lack of transportation can be an indicator uh, as to whether one is successful um, in uh, living within a year after pregnancy. And so the main thing, uh, though, for our organization, you can reach out to us at rhimpact.org. 
and um, follow us on Facebook and Instagram to see the work that we're doing and find ways to get involved. Thank you for that. And I was wondering, is there anything else you would like to tell the listeners? Uh, The one thing that I would share is it's going to take all of us. That saying, when you see something, say something, when you hear something, respond and don't allow um, the nuances of how we engage um, to be things that are harmful to others. Um, Also, I would say that um, you can't let the lack of knowledge or fear be something that hinders you from being support for the people in your life. Ask them what they need. Ask them how you can help them. And if they don't know, offer your time to sit with them offer babysitting, offer, like I said earlier, a meal, offer yourself to be a source of transportation. And if you have resources, you can donate to us as an organization. And you can also contribute to the local communities that you are connected to so that we can all do our part to respond to what's happening to birthing people. Thank you so much, Rev. Deneen, for sharing all this important information and what your organization does. And I hope you have a really nice day. You too. Thank you, Madiha.